We often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Ross Kincaid. What's up, y'all? What's up, everybody? And welcome to today's show. I am your host, Roz Kincaid. And you can connect with me at rozkincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and Instagram. I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you are continuing to stay safe and aware and well as we make our way through this COVID-19 pandemic. I know that the world is starting to slowly but surely come back online. But let me tell you what, uh, don't be the dove. Don't be the one to go out here prematurely and, you know, all brazen and and getting out here and, you know, just just be cautious is all I'm saying. Just be smart. Listen to your uh, your intuition and do what's best for you. You know, if you're in that group of, of, of highly affected people, do what's right for you. All right. So. We have another great show for you today, or I have another great show for you today. But before I get into it, I want to give a shout out to my sponsor, Shine Coaching and Consulting. Check out uh, Emily at shinecoachingandconsulting.com to learn more about her and all that she offers and can how to take your business to the next level. It's, it's awesome. I've used it. I'll continue to use it. And I love Emily. <laughs> Also, I want to say a special hello to all my listeners around the U.S. and Colombia and China. China is really showing up for the show. Ireland, as well as people in the Netherlands. I appreciate you all and thank you so much for listening. I appreciate the love and the support you all are showing. And and again, every week that I get these reports, I'm like, who's, who's listening? <laughs> and it always surprises me and makes me really, really uh, happy and motivated to see that there are people listening from all over the world. So keep it going. Keep spreading the word about the show. Let's get as much of it out as possible. So listen, you guys, I want to jump right into today's topic. If you guys have been following me on Instagram, I've been talking a lot about your starting five. Um, I'm not talking about your personal basketball team. I'm not talking about your five kids. I'm talking about your spiritual starting five because we all have and need support from the spiritual realm to help us through this human existence. So with that said, we have the Dream Team, New Edition. The Jackson Five, y'all know the Temptations, the Five Heartbeats, the Final Five USA Gymnastics Team. Remember those girls? Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Fives. Listen, I could go on and on about this, and I'm sure you could too with several examples of uh, awesome groups of five who who are seem to transcend all limitations and some level of, uh, to some level of greatness all together to for one common goal. So listen, if we have these super awesome groups of or teams of five walking around the earth, then would it not make sense that you also have a a group of five super energies, I could say, in the spirit world working for you and with you? Yeah, it does. And and yes, they do. It makes a lot of sense. So today I'm going to break it all down for you so that you have a clear understanding of the kind of support that you have from the spirit world. Now, let me remind everybody that everything is still energy. 
<laughs> we go back to uh, one of my earlier episodes. I kind of go through energy one-on-one with you. And, and when you're on the other side, everything is energy. When you come to the earthly plane, everything is still energy and mostly in a physical form. When we transition and go back to the other side and drop this body off, everything is still energy, formless, but still energy. And with that being said, I want to talk to you about who is on your spirit team, who who's really looking out for you and you're in, in the spiritual realm. So if we were to view the, the spirit team as a hierarchy, we'd want to start from the bottom and work our way up um, to start. We have our loved ones. We've got spirit guides. We've got ascended masters. We've got the archangels. Um, we've got God, universe, source, whatever reference works for you. He's on the team too. He, he, he's the major part of the team. But you also have one other key player. You also have your higher self. But we'll talk about that later if we have time. So let's get into it. All right, God. Lo- loved ones. Your loved ones are exactly that. They're your beloved family members, your friends, even your pets who have died and shed the body and transitioned back to the other side. I'm talking about grandmama, granddaddy, mama them, the dog you had when you were eight or even that fish you overfed that was floating in the, you know, in the fishbowl when you came home from school. Anybody else's situation but mine. Okay. Now I'm going to get into topic of what happens after the transition because that's really a whole episode in and of itself. However, I will say this. When you do when we do go back home to glory and we, you know, we just not laying around kicking it, laid back, chilling. Yes, there's a resting period, a life review, but there's also work to be done. Again, more on that episode at another time. But I just want to give you that little bit because I know a lot of people are really curious about what happens after you after you pass away, after you transition back. But anyway, your loved ones are the ones on your team uh, because they are a member of not only your earthly family but or friends, of cir- a circle of friends, but they're also members of your soul family. Members of your soul family are people that you choose to have this experience with. And their job on the other side is to guide you and give you wisdom in your practical life, your everyday life. And if they were sitting in an arena or a stadium watching your life, they would be, let's say, Spike Lee sitting courtside at a Knicks game, cheering you on, encouraging you and, and you know, just watching your back. Loved ones also, um, they're there to give you comfort, support, wisdom. But how does that happen, though? How do they do that? Well, I know a lot of people who come to me um, asking for mediumship sessions often talk about them seeing their loved ones in dreams. Well, dreams about loved ones aren't just dreams, you guys. In mediumship, they're what we call visitations. People are much more receptive to spiritual messages while they're dreaming because you're relaxed, your mind isn't going a mile a minute, you know, you're calm, your body's relaxed, and you're more uh, receptive to receiving messages, and they're not going to scare you. Because <laughs> some people get a little get a little scared when they find that their loved ones have reached out to them or realize that they've lo- lo- their loved ones have reached out to them. So departed loved ones can view dream time as an opportunity to get a message across to you, whereas in your awake life, you might be too distracted to to receive the message or notice the message, right? So feelings, 
So if you ever just felt the presence of a deceased loved one, but you know they're not really there in the physical form, it's like that. You just have a feeling that they're around or you feel your grandmother, you feel your best friend around you. Or maybe you just had a random thought about them and, and that was accompanied by say goosebumps or a warm breeze, or you felt something brush your hair off your shoulder, but there's nobody sitting there or nobody around to actually do that. Or maybe you felt some kind of tingling in your, in your body when you've had this thought about your loved one. Well, if that's the case, then that could be them dropping, just, you know, just dropping in saying, hello, I'm here. Just letting you know that I'm there for you. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. Just because that, just because we've shed the body doesn't mean we're gone, gone. We can still um, go back and forth between realms to communicate, to support, you know, to give wisdom, to be a part of the team. Just because you can't see them doesn't mean they're not part of the team anymore. So some other ways, objects, uh, symbols or shapes that you associate with your loved ones, distinctive smells you associate with your loved ones. That could be the hint of grandmama's kitchen when she was cooking. I know I smell that all the time for my grandmama. Um, the smell of a cigar or a pipe your uncle used to smoke when he was alive, the perfume your sister used to wear, anything, anything that you uh, associated with your loved one um, while they were alive can be a symbol or a sign that they are nearby. Also, numbers. If you keep seeing important numbers, such as um, the anniversary of their death or their birthday, that could also be a sign. These may appear on clocks, odometers, um, tickets. I mean, basically anywhere where you can find a series of numbers. So be on the lookout for that. So if you, you know, 1224 is always significant for me because that's my grandmother's number. And anytime I see that, I know that's her winky winking at me. <laughs> Um, also, music or other distinctive sounds. Um, I don't know if you, if if you're, for example, if you, I feel like somebody had a grandmother who used to tap their fingers all the time. I don't know why that's coming up for me. But anyway, that's your grandmother. She's tap tapping her fingers and I can hear that tap tap tapping. Any kind of music that um, your loved one loved or loved to listen to, that can also be symbolic of them trying to connect with you or trying to contact you or it could be anybody that walks into your life who reminds you of your loved one um, with their words or behavior or or anything like that all of these things um, can indicate that your loved one is around you and also depending on the lessons learned and the quality or impact of their experience loved ones can also evolve into what we call spirit guides yes they can you can have such a great life on earth that you graduate to to the spirit guide level. So let's let's get into spirit guides just for a little bit because it's a little bit meaty. And so I want to make sure I break this down so that you understand this. Spirit guides are people you may or may not have known them who have they've lived many, many lifetimes and they're highly evolved energies. The reason that you have a guide or guides is because their life experiences are a perfect match for the lessons you chose to learn through your human experiences. So that means that there were there was a time before you made the transition into the body that you're in now and you said that you wanted to learn uh, lessons A through D, right? And so you got an opportunity to pick 
um, who you want wanted to learn those lessons from, who you wanted to be a part of those lessons. And that's where um, spirit guides come in, right? So where I come from in the culture that I was raised in, we believe that we've all lived lives before this current life. And we have lots of wisdom that we carry um, from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. And I also believe that each lifetime you live can have a whole new group of guides or they can be some of the same ones. It, it just all depends on on what you're wanting to learn from earth school. And so that is the point is that you have many guides. That's that's basically what I'm saying. You can have some of the same guides. That, you know, it, it's just all depends on what it is that you decide that you want to learn and who you want to work with. So spirit guides, they all each have their own personality. They have their own way of communicating, but they're always loving and always encouraging. So if you hear a voice that's judgmental and critical, then it's probably not a spirit guide. It's probably uh, your ego or your shadow because um, light energy is not heavy energy. Not because I just said the word light, but it's not judgmental. It's not critical. They're not here to add more weight to you. You, you already, we already do that to ourselves through this human existence. That, that's heavy enough. And they're not there to contribute to that. They're here to support us and pull us up. So anything that sounds heavy or judgmental or critical, nix that is not a guide. Okay. So, like I said, each guy has their own personality. They have their own way of of communicating always loving always encouraging um and the way that guides speak their tone it can be very familiar to how we speak today but it's a little bit more on an elevated level um (laughs) slightly um because again remember they're they're highly evolved and they've lived you know several lifetimes they live the human experience so some of that is going to carry over into their into the way that they speak so you know they can usually sound different than your own voice. They might speak with an accent or their voice might come in as a different gender than yours. That's how you can kind of distinguish between you and your own voice and a spirit guide's voice, right? So figuring out which guide is which and their purpose is going to require a little bit of effort on your part. The best thing that I would recommend doing is to do a, do a meditation to get to know your guys. And look, this ain't got to be hard, y'all. This this don't have to be difficult at all. This doesn't have to <laughs> be extremely, um, you know, task oriented. I mean, just sit in meditation. Just breathe. Get your body relaxed. Breathe. Breathe through your chakras or just breathe through your body, blowing out any tension. And then start to use your imagination. Okay? Start to use your imagination and start to ask questions, you know, ask, ask for them to let, let their presence be known to you. Okay. Ask, start asking questions, get nosy, figure out who these people are because they're, they're always around, right? Get to know them intimately. Also, what you could do is you could also check out Sonia Choquette's book, ask your guides for more information on your guides. So, because she, she actually breaks down the various types of guides how to work with them, you know, more just a little bit more detailed information than what I'm giving you today for the sake of time um, on how to work with your guides, other ways to work with your guides, you know, how to employ them, what they can do for you, all kinds of stuff. But 
Meditation is the primary way of how we are going to be able to connect with energies. And so if you're not already, if you don't already have a meditation practice, then it's simple to start one. There's, there's all kinds of apps and websites to help you get a practice started. So get on that. (laughs) So within the higher, within the group of spirit guides, there's this sub hierarchy, right? You have your elders, you have a master guide, you have, um, let's see, you've got all kinds of, like a gatekeeper guide, timing guide, all kinds of guides for different aspects of your life, right? So let me, let me break it down just a little further, right? Your elder guide, your elder guide has been with you for all of your lifetimes. The elder oversees your entire spiritual journey from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. The elder has also had a life experience on earth, just like us. So they're sympathetic to the challenges of having this human experience. It's not like you're, you're paired with an elder who doesn't know and is far removed, you know, what it's like to have bills and work overtime and have kids run. You know what I'm saying? They, they know what's up. They, they know what's going on. They know what it is. And so they know from experience what it's like to live in the flesh. And that gives them the unique perspective of your life in order to be able to support you, right? So before you, like again, like I was saying before, before you make the transition to um, to have this human experience, you and your elder, y'all get together, y'all have this meeting of the minds to determine which lessons you are going to commit to learning during each of your lifetimes. Your lessons and, and you know, how well you deal with those and, and your report card, it all gets recorded into the Book of Life, also known as the Akashic Records. We're coming up on a break. When I come back from the break, I'm going to get into your master guide and who they are and how to work with them. So we'll be back right after the break. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. 
In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at roskincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and you are listening to Soul Healing Conversations. You can connect with me at roskincaid.com or at Soul Healing with Roz on Facebook and Instagram. So before the break, I was talking about um, the the sub-hierarchy of your, your spirit guides. I just talked about your elders. They've been with you for all your lifetimes. Um, they help you pick your lessons and how, you know, help you you know, see what your report card looks like and then record it in your book of life, also known as the Akashic Records. Well, under the elder, you have a master guide. And along with the lessons that you choose to learn, you and your elder also choose a master guide to oversee each lifetime experience. So they're in charge of supervising your journey and keeping you on track with your soul plan. You know, if you, if you were running a restaurant, they would be your manager, your supervisor of your lifetime. <laughs> so here's the deal. You very likely have shared many lifetimes with your current master guide. And you chose him or her for this particular lifetime because there was something about their past experiences. Because remember, spirit guides have also lived on this earth and they've lived in the human body. So something about their past experiences that are a match for what you want to learn and experience right now. And so it's for this reason, your master guide can't be a current family member that has crossed over. Make sense? Right. So once you've chosen your master guide, you and he or she begin to assemble the rest of your team of guides. They include runners helpers. Um, For those who are doing uh, mediumship work, you have a gatekeeper guide. Mine is like a bouncer. He does crowd control for me amongst all the loved ones who stand in line to communicate with me to get a message to you because, you know, there's a lot sometimes and and they all don't necessarily, they're anxious, so to speak. They're, they're, They're chomping at the bit to get the message to you. And so I need somebody to control that crowd. You have a timing guide who handles the synchronicities of your life. Um, you've got a, a, a health guide or a spirit doctor. You've got uh, an astral guide who watches over you while you sleep and visit the astral plane. You've got a joy guide um, who keeps you uh, up and light when you're feeling low. Um, uh, a karmic guide who helps to resolve any uh, karmic issues for this lifetime to keep them from carrying over into the next lifetime, like really get that shit resolved and stop doing the same thing and picking the same type of people over and over and over again. That guide. Mm-hmm. I probably should tap into that guide myself soon. 
But these are just a few of, of your guys that you have access to. There are many and there are so many because there are so many aspects of your life and the lessons you're learning while you're here. So don't be afraid to, you know, really get in there and and like I said, ask questions and do the meditation and sit still and, you know, get intimate with them to figure out who's who's on first and who's doing what and who are you. And, you know, just just get to know. And again, working with them is like I said, is going to require some effort. The more you work with them, the more recognizable they are are, are going to be to you. Your spirit guide, they're less likely to just pop through unprovoked like a loved one does. Um, spirit guides are always on standby to help us, but they're, they're not, they're not, I don't want to say rude, but they don't like to intrude. So unless it's an emergency or you need a course correction in your life, then they're just going to sit back and wait until you call on them. And, and the reason that is because God has given us free will. We, we, we do have some control in this lifetime about the kind of help that we need. And so if we are aware enough and, you know, awake enough, we can get in front of some of the challenges that we face and ask for the help. It's like I tell my 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 teams at work, don't be waiting to the last minute until stuff gets tight and it hurts, starts to hurt that you start raising your hand for help. You better raise your hand now. Ask your guys now. <laughs> ask for the help now because they're not going to just imp- impede on your free will. That's just not how the system works. Right. So. Um, a guide will usually give you a clue or a cue that, that they're around, that, that is them. Um, sometimes this could be a visual cue, such as a, um, a flash of light. Have you guys seen that before? Just, you know, just a quick flash of light out of nowhere. It could be um, also through their own mannerisms, just like people. Um, spirit guides, like I said, they have personalities, so they can be funny. They can be real funny and and say things um in a funny way or they can be very curt or they can be firm if you need a little tough love and to the point you know they're like i said they're just like people because they once were and each guide communicates in their own unique special way and again i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it again (laughs) throughout this show i encourage you to start working with them and if you need some help just hit me up listen i'd be glad to do a simple guided meditation with you to meet one of your guides if you're not familiar or you just you know need a little handholding to you know get you going get started I got you <laughs> all right so let's move on to ascendant masters now ascendant masters are um important spiritual godlike leaders they um they represent all kinds of religions of the world now you have traditional ascended masters such as Jesus, Buddha, Kuan Yin, um, Mother Mary, um, let's see who else, uh, Moses, Ganesha, uh, Mother Teresa, Mary Magdalene, um, St. Germain, etc. The list can go on and on. But you also have more modern ascended masters such as uh, Padre Pio, um, Princess Diana, um, Let's see. Martin Luther King Jr. is a good one. Even the Dalai Lama. You know, I would also include entities such as um, Orishas or uh, spiritual Baptists or other cultural masters. These are people who have significant and impactful contributions to modern day society that contributed to their spiritual status. 
And for some reason, our society has taught us that people of this stature and this status are unattainable. They're unapproachable. You can't talk to them. You can't get to them. It's, it's like, you know, the woman uh, uh, crawling through the, the crowd in the Bible, just trying to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. That, it's not like that anymore. <laughs> it's, it's not like that. These masters are, uh, uh, it's not even like that about God. Let me say that. These, they're always available to work with us. They're always, you know, willing and working with them can be as simple as repeating an invocation or saying a prayer. You know, for me, my experience, I need my experience to be real simple. I mean, you, yeah, sure. You can do a, a specific ritual or make offerings according to cultural practices to invoke their presence, presence or their support. But, and that's fine. You know, if that resonates with you, you know, go ahead and do that. But, you know, I was in a um, a reading. I had a reading with a client uh, last week and she wanted to connect with her ancestors, who I consider to be a part of this uh, uh, Ascendant Master group. And, you know, she was asking questions about whether or not the offerings that she was making, you know, on her altar were acceptable. And and the one 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 energy that came forward was like, listen, all of that's great. We don't mind it, but you need that more than we do. Now that, you know, and if, and again, if you feel like your ascendant masters um, need that from you, then by all means do it, do what feels right for you, follow your guidance and and do it. But I'm talking about me personally. I don't need to do all that. When I ain't got time to do all of that. And they know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I personally don't feel like I always need to do that, but I sometimes do like to, to to make at least an offering of nice scents, you know, some essential oils. You know, put a put a, a bouquet of flowers. You know, they like flowers. Like, who don't like flowers? Like, come on, just you know, pretty up your space, pretty up your altar. If you have an altar, and if you don't even have an altar, so what? They don't care about that. They care. What's most important is the connection, y'all. Is the is the effort to make the connection because when you make the effort. They're going to make the effort as well. Right. I, I just know for me, I just can't be doing too much. And I don't I just don't want my practice to feel like I'm trying too hard and just I don't know. It needs to feel right and authentic. But anyway, just remember just to be respectful in whatever your approach is to them. And if nothing else, just be be authentic. You know, um, during Virtue's book, uh, uh, Angels and Ascendant Masters is my go to reference for working with the Ascendant Masters. And she is has done a very good job, even though she's not doing this type of work anymore. She's done a very good job about um, outlining well-known Ascendant Masters, um, what situations they're most helpful for, um, and, and how to and provide some guidance for invoking them. Now, people get all, like somebody might get all weird about me saying invoking, just chill, because <laughs> an invocation is, simp is a simple prayer asking for help you know it ain't like you conjuring up something that you don't need to be conjuring up so she's got a lot of guidance I, i'm sorry i digress she's got a lot of guidance for how to work with them in a safe way you know so now just because she outlines them in that way in her book doesn't mean that you have to put ascendant masters in a box and what i mean by that is that if you don't have a um a way of invoking or 
or a script, <laughs> so to speak, to invoke or pray to the ascendant masters or to don't worry about that. That because that's not important. Again, if you just keep it simple and you just keep it respectful, I'd guarantee you they will show up. They will have no problem showing up because your heart is in the right place and your intention is in the right place. So I'm going to leave that where it's at and I'm going to let you go practice that because the ascendant masters are always standing by. And I just, I, you know, I have a real problem with making um, people who, who need help or who want help from the, the other side, making people feel like they have to have some form or fashion to, to approach the throne. You know, uh, spirit is available for everybody, anybody who needs help. And sometimes you don't have the, the religious background or upbringing to pray an eloquent prayer. Maybe it's all you can do is say, you know, spirit help me or, or I need my angels, you know, until you get more eloquent with it or, or find the words to say, to articulate what it is that you need from them. You know, don't worry about that right now. Don't worry about dressing stuff up, but just make the effort. You know, like I said, just make the effort and don't and don't put them in a box. Don't don't put them in some kind of a box that society has painted that says we have to do this or we have to do that. Do what works for you. That That's what works. Whatever works for you is what works for you off the soapbox now. OK, moving on to the angels and the archangels. So angels and archangels they're pretty much God's messengers, right? They're pure divinity in their spirit and in their makeup. And unlike loved ones, spirit guides and ascended masters, they've never lived on earth ever. So they have an extremely, uh, a view, uh, an extremely unique view and point of uh, perspective of your soul and your human existence. Right. So it's almost like um, they're the ones sitting in the owner suite at a, at a Panthers game, a Carolina Panthers game. Mm -hmm. And they're be, they're able to see all the stuff that you don't see about your life, plus all the things that you're experiencing right now. And although their perspective and view of things are highly elevated. They they're still in touch with what's going on in the earth. Remember, they're they're pure divinity. And they know exactly what's going on in your daily life. Right. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing about angels. They're not going to help you. I'm not going to say it like that. They can't help you unless you ask. They're not going to violate your free will. So. That's why I keep repeating to you all that working with 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 your spirit team is going to take effort on your part. You know, no, nothing happens by happenstance. Nothing is is coincidence. You got to make it happen. And if you want a connection with them. You will have one if you ask you, you have to open your heart, you have to open your mind and and put the intention out there that you need something from them and it's not wrong to need something from them because that is why they're there to support you, to help you get from moment to moment if you're struggling, but you got to ask, you got to ask. And I think that this whole um, independence thing, and I struggle with it myself. It's hard for me to ask, ask for help. 
it is really hard for me to ask for help. And, and my spirit team knows that they know that it's hard for me to ask for help in, 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 in my human experience. And I carry that same, uh, uh, challenge with me in my spiritual practices. So I have to trust that they, they hear my heart, that they, that they hear my thoughts, that they know my mind. And that when I, you know, uh, telepathically say, Hey, I need help. They Johnny on the spot. And so until you get to that point where you can articulate verbally what it is that you need, there's a workaround to everything. Do what works for you. But, but there has to be an asking, there has to be an initiating or, or a request made from you for your angels to do what they need to do. Now, if there's a message that God needs to get through to you and he needs you to hear it loud and clear, then the, me- the you know, the angel's going to, you know, listen to the boss, right? Because, <laughs> you know, he pays, he, he's, he's the boss. They're messengers of God. So just like spirit guides, there are levels to the angels, right? You've got guardian angels, and we have at least two of those who are with us from the start of our human experience until the time we transition back to the other side to do it all over again or not. Because you might get over there and say, hey, I'm, I'm done with this human stuff. I think I done learned all I can learn and I ain't going back. <laughs> I don't want to go back. And that's OK. You also have uh, comfort angels. They surround us in difficult times. Uh, comfort angels are often perceived as like pure white light, right? Um, energy surrounding individuals who are suffering in some way. And so we are at another break. And when we come back, I am going to continue talking about um, comfort angels and how to work with them. So go to the bathroom, get your drink of water or don't move because I'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid. If you would like to work with me one-on-one, feel free to connect with me at roskincaid.com to schedule a Reiki session. Uh, I also do intuitive readings. I also do uh, spiritual coaching sessions. Or if you need a space clearing with me, I got you. I can take care of that. Or we can take care of that. <laughs> so now before the break, I was talking about... Um, the various angels that you have at your disposal and, and that you have access to. And I was particularly um, getting into comfort guides and how they surround us during difficult times, during times of grief or loss. Um, doesn't have to necessarily be if some someone died, but it could be during a breakup, you know, or you could lost your job. Anytime that you need comfort, your comfort angel is going to be there to, um, in, you know, give you unconditional love, comfort and strength to persevere through the losses or the trials. So, I mean, and, and you know, I'm going to get into uh, in a few minutes how you can tell if your angels are around. But let me let me move on to the unemployed angels. So these are angels. They're neither guardian nor comfort in function, but they're angels that we refer to as unemployed. I kind of refer to them as, um, I don't know, they're kind of like day laborers. They just, you know, they're, they're standing by to do any and everything that needs to be done on your behalf. So they typically perform the function of delivering special intentions to the creator and carrying message back from, from God or from source to people on the earthly plane. Again, it's a good idea to develop a relationship with angels because they can give you a sense of safety and security throughout your daily life. But again, Angels are out. They, they, you know, they just ain't out here doing stuff all willy nilly, y'all. They, they're waiting for you to be to direct them or to ask them for their help. They're very courteous. I know what you're thinking. Well, how do I know what to ask for? Like I said, your intention and your thought is a powerful one. Even if you cannot articulate with your words or you don't have the verbiage to say what it is that you need it's in your heart it's in your mind and you know how to push the intention out there for what you need you know how to create a thought start there is my advice i know i have the same problem so just know that the angels love us they're they're in all of us and the love that that god has for us and that's how special we are and so you you got to know that because of that, 
they are more than willing to help us. I don't know why I'm saying this because I just feel like somebody, somebody's out there um, having a hard time believing that there's help. You know, there's help beyond what we can see above the clouds. And so just know that you're loved and you're supported. And when you need it, just raise your hand, raise the hand of your heart, you know. Okay, so we've got archangels. Archangels, uh, they manage the guardian angels. The Their energy feels a bit larger and more powerful. And so does the love that they, they exude and, and project out. I mean, they're just like other, they're just like other angels or, or they're non-dimensional, non, non-denominational, non-dimensional, <laughs> non-denominational. They don't have physical bodies and they often uh, present themselves as having human form with robes or, or, or arms and wings just so that y- you can relate, you know, so that you can kind of, you know, relate to them. So. Let me give you some information about some of the archangels because th- there are many, not just the ones I'm going to talk about, but there are many. Okay, so you've got, oh, and by the way, each arch- archangel has a, um, a halo cl- color or color that's associated with them. So a lot of times when we're in guided meditation, you may see swirling colors that can be representative of uh, a particular angel that is in your presence or, or joined you on the, the astral. So we have Archangel Ariel. She is represented by pale pink. She's the angel of courage and prosperity. She helps us believe that all things are possible, that you can manifest. Uh, she gives you the strength to carry on. Uh, she's also in charge of the elemental world. And that includes fairies and, and wood, woods, wood, uh, wood sprites. There's also Archangel Uriel. Um, when I've encountered Uriel, I've seen him uh associated with the color yellow and he's one of the wisest angels because he gives wisdom by way of practical solutions and creative insights uh his assistance can be very subtle or it can be like a you know so much so that it can seem like one of your own bright ideas uriel is often symbolized by a lantern lighting the path of your journey i've also been told um, that if you if you lost something, Uriel can help you find it with his light. Um, let me see who else. I got a whole list. Uh, Archangel Michael. So Archangel Michael was the first angel that I encountered when I started to work with the angels uh, a little bit more intimately. Um, when I see angel, uh, Michael, I see him as um, his color is purple or cobalt blue to me. And he's there for protection, not only for your safety, but he also protects your energy, your health, etc. He is also the angel that I work with um, to do space clearings as well as Raphael. Raphael is um, our healing angel. They, pr- they assist in healing, whether it be mental, emotional, physical. And Raphael is represented by the color green. Raphael is always present always present in my healing sessions, whether I ask, ask him or her or not. Um, that's just what she, what she or he does. They all, some of these angels to me don't have gender. So if I say he or she, that's, that's just how I relate to them. Um, Gabriel or Gabriel um, is represented by uh, the color dark yellow. They, they help you with artistic areas in all forms, and um, she specializes in assisting with communication, writing. Um, let's see what else. I remember when um, I was trying to 
get pregnant. And I went for my first uh, Reiki session. Tracy, um, Tracy would always tell me, you know, Gabriel showed up today. Gabriel showed up today. And Gabriel, Gabriel or Gabriel was always there to, to move away the energy in my sacral to help, uh, help make it a place that was conducive for creativity, whether I was cr- trying to uh, call in another life or whether I was trying to create something uh, new and fresh in my home, in my world, in my, in my life. Get with Gabriel if you want to create some some stuff. <laughs> Gabriel also provides hope and loving guidance in all areas. Um, I have a I have a quick note here. Um, if you recall learning uh, in the Bible that it was um, Archangel Gabriel that delivered the news uh, to to Jesus or the concept of uh, Jesus conception of Jesus to Mary, then that was Gabriel that was sending that word. Um, we also have. Um, Shamuel, hmm, key archangel. So if you are struggling uh, with establishing healthy relationships um, and careers, or you're trying to find a soulmate, or you're, you're trying to return to a soulmate, then Shamuel, who is represented by the color pale green, is great to work with. He helps build uh, solid foundations for these relationships. And, and, I'm, and I also want to say that he he's helpful for establishing boundaries in relationships. So if you need help in relationships, Archangel Samuel is your, is your dude, is your guy. Let me see here. I've got so many. Uh, Azrael, Azrael, Archangel Azrael is another good one. Um, it's the angel that is called upon most when we're doing uh home blessings, clearings, or when, when we, when we need help crossing over. Uh, Metatron is also helpful in that regard as well. Metatron um, is represented by dark green um, with, excuse me, green with dark pink. Um, It's one of the angels who have never walked the earth in human form. Metatron lived, uh, excuse me, Metatron is one of the angels who has walked the earth in human form. It's believed that um, Metatron lived an earthly life as the prophet Enoch. He specializes in um, all areas concerning children and particularly um, is called upon to help those with ADHD or autism or those who have a spectrum disorder. So if you are with kids who, um, who are in special ed or have some kind of, you know, uh, autistic, um, you know, challenges, uh, Metatron is a really, really good one to work with because he works with kids. Okay. So let me, let me, move along and talk about how we communicate with guides. Um, when we bring, first of all, when you want to communicate with, with a, a guide or an angel, you first have to come believing. You, you can't just step up and, and start talking or ask for help and not trust that that help is going to come in some way, shape or form. Now, what happens is you make the request. You can't be telling them how to do it. You know, when it needs to happen, because, you don't know the timing. You don't see, you don't have the perspective that an angel or guide does in your life. You can't see all the way down the road unless you have psychic abilities, which we all have psychic abilities, but unless they're developed, you're not going to be able to, you, you know, we know in part. That's what I'm trying to say. We know in part and we only have a, a, a certain amount of perspective. And so you have to come to them trusting, right? And so angels are going to, feel when they speak they're going to be less practical 
they're gonna their their tone of voice is gonna be lighter, more flowy. Um, it's gonna sound less human when they speak, right? And so the phraseology is gonna be words that you typically wouldn't wouldn't um, wouldn't use or wouldn't hear. So if you hear somebody talking, it doesn't sound like regular old human verbiage or uh, 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 phraseology. It's probably an angel. <laughs> So some of the signs um, that you have an angel nearby, who sees 1111, who sees 444, who sees 888. These are signs that the number signs, um, finding pennies, um, finding dimes, feathers. Feathers are a great way. A song in your head, um, cloud forms, angel, angel cloud forms. These are all signs that. Uh, angels are around. They're there supporting you, right? And all you have to do to put them to work is just ask, y'all. Just ask. And if you need help, you know, and if you're into cards, um, Dorian Virtue's angel oracle cards are great. I know I got me a couple of decks over here and I use them quite often. Sometimes you need a delegation of angels to specialize in, in the problem that you have, Right. And so the fifth man before I go is your higher self. Your higher self is the extension of you. Most of the time, your higher self is going to look like the best version of you. I know my higher self, her curls are popping. Her hair is long and full and healthy. Her skin is nice. I'm, you know, my waist is snatched (laughs) and I look good. So your higher self, again, will never talk down to you, discourage you, or deliver any information that would harm you in any way. All right? They have a, a pretty calm, your higher self is a pretty calm and peaceful demeanor. That's how I know it's my higher self because that is not me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like super stressed. And when I have that calmness or I, or I hear that calmness speaking to me or I feel it or notice it in my meditations, I know it's my higher self coming to give me some tough love or give me that honest sister talk that I need. Right. That is how, that is who our higher self is. It's the best version of ourselves. We don't have to wait until we die or, or wait until we're 50 or 40 to become our best. We, 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 we're already our best self. Our higher self is our best self. And so just like you've been asking them, asking guides and archangels to help you, you got to ask your higher self to help you too. Just like that. So we got about a minute, you guys, before I wrapped up the show. I just want to thank you all for joining the conversation today. Let's keep the conversation going. Keep it going on Facebook and on Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz. Share your thoughts. Share your experiences with me about your spirit team. If you got questions and don't really know where to start and, you know, you've heard all this information, you're just not sure, just reach out to me. I'd I'd love to hear from you. Again, if you need help connecting, or identifying, just hit me up. So next week, I've got another great episode, another great conversation for you. I am uh, I have the pleasure of having Emily Stout from uh, Shine Coaching and Consulting uh, to be with me. And we are going to talk about, you know, more so how businesses can uh, capitalize on marketing, especially light working businesses or just businesses in general. So this is going to be some really good information if you're a solopreneur or an entrepreneur. So make sure you join me next time for that conversation. So I appreciate you guys listening today. I appreciate you guys tuning in. So until next time, stay safe, take care of yourselves, be well. Bye, everybody. 
Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.